0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Beach and
1: Company. Stop flipping around the
0: dial. Beach and Company. And let's hit the beach for a while. Beach and Company.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello! It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, huh? Who was that guy on the left-hand side of the debate last night? Why was he? Uh, why was he allowed to have a seat, actually, to take a podium? Because he got whooped <laughs> by Elizabeth Warren. Whooped? Do you hear me? His money didn't do him any good there, did it? Hang in there, it's Beach & Company. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, hi, I'm Sandy Beach, along with Tony Caligiri and uh, Joseph Beamer. It is uh, Beach and & Company, and naturally, uh, doing the kind of shows that we do on a regular basis. Want well, to know what's going on in the uh, in the race for the presidency? Well, in one corner, you have... Uh, Donald Trump, uh, red, white, and blue, uh, huge crowds, very enthusiastic, everybody happy to see him. On the other, you have a debate with a newcomer who is worth $60 billion. But that's the only remarkable thing about him. I'm thinking that, you know, you got to be pretty bright to, to accumulate 60000000000 billion. I'm not putting that down. But what I'm saying is, if you took the money factor away from Bloomberg, because that's how he's defined, Nobody can say the word Bloomberg without money being, uh, like, within the next uh, couple of words. That's it. It's the whole thing. It's, it, it's, the, uh, it's, the, it's the sum total of his being is his money. If you took that away and just watched last night, you'd say, what the hell is that guy on the left doing in here? Huh? He looks, he looks like he's lost. Uh, he looks like he's at, at uh, you know, children are, are whipping him in the playground. I mean he did not look you'd expect you'd expect a guy worth 60 billion to come onto that stage like John Wayne with a swagger and his chest extended and he sits down and grabs that microphone and pulls it up next to him all right bring him on one at a time we'll instead it was like he sneaked into the <laughs> into the set and decided to stand up and nobody knew it he uh, he had the least amount. Bloomberg had the least amount of airtime, and uh, so it it, uh, it showed he he didn't uh, he didn't impress. Let's put it that way. There was no
2: question that they were going to go after him early. I'm sure they don't appreciate the fact that he's trying to buy his way up. Sure. He bought his way onto the stage last night, and I think they took exception to it and they said, "Okay, we're gonna we're going to take him out now."
1: They did it like you know I, I like these documentaries about. Uh, And the animals in Africa, where the smaller animals, there's like five or six or seven of them, surround the bigger animal and it always I look away because it's nature
2: Well it's like the hyenas yeah, when they start, see when a yeah. lion has a dead animal they they overpower the lion with numbers.
1: That's exactly right and I think that's what happened last night Did you say, uh, what was what, your opinion?
3: Well you know his campaign kept telling us how he's been preparing to debate <laughs> and it's like what what were the, I'd like to see what the mock what did he do? questions were. Yeah, did they? Yeah. Was he surprised that his money was oh, what I have they one went after?
1: I have one of the mock oh. questions If a train is going east toward Chicago at 80 miles an hour, uh, it's amazing. Uh, You talk about unimpressive. Uh, He was, and of course, it brought out the best of the other candidates uh, who were more vociferous than they usually are.
2: The best line of the night I saw on social media was, Bloomberg uh, came to... To a knife fight with a wallet. That's brought be- a wallet to a knife fight. Beautiful. That's yeah. A,
1: you told me that quote, and I don't know who said it, but whoever said it, pat on the back. That's a great quote. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. The hyenas surrounded him, took him down. He's supposed to be the lion. Now I guess you know maybe he can come back in the next uh, debate. But the bottom line is he was not impressive. I, I saw poll
2: numbers that said he dipped twenty one percent after last night. Wow.
3: And you look at that, right, and and everyone's talking about the main thing from this debate was how bad Michael Bloomberg was, and then you have all the other storylines under it. But this is how powerful that wallet is. After that debate, he gained three congressional endorsements.
1: Oh,
3: really? Yes.
1: Did they endorse his money, or did they endorse the man?
3: I'm guessing it was the wallet.
1: Because if you're sitting there as president of the United States and across the table is Putin, Uh, It doesn't do much good to say, oh, yeah, well, I'm worth $60 billion. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. No. Uh, Meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren was, wow. She was like a human uh, 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 saw. Uh, She She was just just, throwing haymakers. She She was going to
2: swing away.
1: Went went for the fences right away. She had to. And and she did it before she was even called on. They called on somebody else first, but she jumped in there and just took over. And there was a lot. uh, And— uh, Joe Biden a little bit, you know, not that much. Uh, 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 the uh, uh, former mayor, um, he was on a lot, but he, I don't think he had a lot of substance. Klobuchar uh, a little bit. There's yeah, some buzz about her on uh,
2: social media, saying that you know they like her, but uh, somebody many calls like, oh, it didn't take long for her to play the woman card. Oh, they. they the all, only way to stop sexism is to elect a woman. They president. all
1: play cards, right? Uh, and it depends on what it is. Uh, mayor Pete. Uh, has, has his card, and and the women have their cards, and they they stand behind them uh, as a shield. So that you not only have to get after them as a person, now you got to get after their gender at the same time. And there are lines you don't cross. You can whip the hell out of a guy, but you don't do that to a woman. And uh, those are still the rules of the road. So, Unless it's Hillary. Well, Hillary is not... A, is Hillary a woman? Well, allegedly. I said, I said woman. I did uh, Hillary. Uh, how did you bring up her name? Yeah,
2: I don't know. She's just very came out.
1: seldom associated with that. All right, we'll take a break and return on News Radio nine thirty. This is W B E N. Quiet. It's the first time I've ever heard the word "quiet" used in a weather forecast. What are we at the library? Yeah. Shh. Be quiet. We have a storm coming. Well, we actually don't. I guess by "quiet" they mean weather quiet which is not a decibel quiet. It's just a, a weather quiet. It's not raining, snowing, it's not windy, it's just quiet.
2: I'd rather be golf course quiet.
1: Now, something happened to me uh, yesterday, which I have been avoiding like the plague, because every time I've tried to do it, I can't do it. I just simply can't do it.
2: What, Irish dancing?
1: That too. Uh, be- well, look, once somebody stole my red curly wig, <laughs> I said, I'll never Irish dance again. <laughs> <laughs> but And that is, what did I do? Uh, the I thought the debate was going to be like 8 o'clock. It turns out it's 9 o'clock because they're where they were. They were in Vegas, all right? So they, they started at 9, and it was on MSNBC. Now, every time I've tried to just check out MSNBC or CNN, I can't do it. I can't do it. And like uh, last night— uh, about 15 minutes before 9 o'clock, I'm reading or whatever, and, I, I okay, I'm, I don't want to miss the beginning of this. I'll click over now, which was a deathly mistake. Have you guys ever watched MSNBC? Not in a long time. Oh I gave up. Oh, God. Uh, I, I, I had to stick with it because the, the debate was just about to start. It's unbelievable. And, and this, if I hear this one more time, I'm going to barf. Well, look, this new survey shows that – any of the candidates could beat Donald Trump in the in the general election. I'm thinking, what the hell are you smoking?
2: He went after that uh, report and said they're going to be wrong again like they were in 16.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible that any survey would show that any of them could beat him. You know, you can understand, one, it might be biased and it depends on uh, where they got the uh, people from and... Uh, different psychographic and demographics uh, but the bottom line any of them could be come on what What? it's not they, even going to be close they pay for that uh, and uh, plus the commentators yikes uh, Fox has has them beat uh, hands down without any question and I don't find Fox to be biased in fact they bend over backwards to bring the other side on and when I see the other side come on they used the people who were operatives for the Democratic Party and uh, Clinton uh, staffers and stuff. I was going. Do we have to listen to that? You know, they're going to spout the same stuff. Uh, but anyway, I did. Uh, I did check that out. Now I don't know if did you guys happen to see the woman playing the violin? All right. I'm going for brain surgery. This yeah. is the. Creepiest thing Uh I have have ever seen. Let me give you the information for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, Her name is Dagmar Turner. She's 53 years old. She plays the violin. Okay. She has a a brain tumor. Uh, Now, uh, what they decided to do is because she plays the violin and they're going to open up her skull, uh, the surgeon asked for permission. He wanted to map her brain to make sure everything is where it's supposed to be, okay? She was, uh, they had her playing the violin, oh, I can barely say it, while half of her scalp was removed. She's laying down, you can see her, she's laying down on the operating table. They got her head open! Her head was open! That's why she didn't do an encore, because if you bow, things would just fall right out on the stage. You can't have that. She's playing the violin using the uh, the information from the brain, and her head is open. Mm-hmm. And they said in this article that while most people would probably rather be totally knocked out during such an operation, the unique plan to have her play uh, during surgery was brought on by a consultant neurosurgeon who wanted to map her brain. I. I I never saw anything like it. It wigged me out. The scariest thing I've ever seen. Forget those scary movies. This was a scary movie. Oh, yeah.
3: And to see the blood all Uh. packed up on top of her head. Ah, Oh, ah, it was
1: not good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was not good at all. Uh, (laughs) I'm thinking if they asked me to volunteer to do that, uh, do the talk show while they're operating on my brain, I don't think so. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Let somebody else make uh, scientific history. But it was scary, you know why? Because it was real. Mm-hmm. This was not CGI. This was not Hollywood. That was not a rubber flap. Rubber flap? No, no, but, but I I mean. it on her ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rubber fla- uh, flap. It was her scalp. And uh, uh, gee, wow, uh, I I don't know. Uh, uh, but her violin playing was pretty good. Now you think uh, you know because they want to make sure that I, I don't know how they ever found out. What parts of the brain affect different parts of of your body? What makes you uh, you know think? What makes you be able to walk and all that? That's- I'll call
2: Doctor Carson and I'll ask him. Yeah,
1: that's interesting stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, Tony, you've had a couple of operations that would be interesting if you played the
3: uh, the violin them. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: I tell you one thing, I hope I never have to have surgery again. Well, I do have to get a procedure next week, but it's not surgery. For your ear?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about something south of the ear. No, 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 I already did that. You wouldn't play a violin while that's happening? No,
2: (laughs) no, leave that area alone.
1: I would be saying things like, feet don't fail me now.
2: I said worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not fun. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, obviously, we're talking about the... um, the big debate last night, uh, it, was, uh, it, it was like the piranhas were all in the same room at the same time, and they were de- uh, deciding h- uh, how they're going to de- uh, devour everybody in the room except themselves uh, because it was quite a debate. I want to know from you uh, who won, who didn't win, your general thoughts. My, my general thought is money can't buy you everything, apparently. Uh, with great money goes great expectations. And if you've got Bloomberg's money, I guess he's the eighth richest man in the country, which is not bad. I'd rather be one of the top seven. But if you got to be number eight, I'll be happy to take that. Uh, but uh, he, for all of his money and all the people that he uh, bought, uh, and uh, did, did you hear? It, it was being reported on, on uh, Fox that uh, Bloomberg has a lot of uh, writers that work for him in the Bloomberg press and whatever. And they have been told not to not to write anything about him. How about that?
2: Yeah, there's, he's getting a lot of criticism for that. Well, he
1: should have. You talk about a free press. Uh, that's not a free press. They should be free to write. But there again, if you uh, watch Nate, it's not a good idea to criticize your uh, your employer unless you can do it in a jocular manner. If you're really serious and ticked off, not a good time because you you'll be unemployed unless you don't care. If you don't care, you can do it. Or if you're a fool, you can do it and pay the consequences. But the bottom line is, um, it's uh, the, to order his uh, journalists not to write about him during the campaign. Uh, that seems to me that would be a deal breaker right there. If I were if I were a Democratic voter, uh, and I was going to vote on that side of the line. I would I would change my vote if I knew that that's what happened, and that is what's being reported as happening.
2: The negatives on him right now are uh, it's mounting more and more. Uh, the things, the, the sexist remarks that he's made in the past, the redlining, the redline, did, uh, racist they even, remarks. They didn't
1: even bring in redlining.
2: And the fact that he is flip flop party so many times. Oh, I'm a Democrat today. I'm a Republican Plus, tomorrow.
1: All the things they were mentioning. He didn't deny because they're verifiable. You right. can check them out. Uh, he made an apology and uh, misjudgment, whatever. This is his whole life they were talking about. So he's willing to cast aside uh, the uh, footprints of his whole life in order to have a clean slate. Well, guess what? At that age, you don't have a clean slate. You have a record, and you have to stand on your record. Uh, so, Or a soapbox, yeah, in let's his see, case. Yeah, stop and frisk had that. Uh, the, the red line where you don't uh, offer loans to people that are in an area where high crime is uh, happening or a likelihood of a problem, so you redline it. You, don't, uh, you, you put everybody in the same basket that's in that, in that area. Or how so, about if
2: you're a senior citizen, you're sick, there's nothing we can do for you. Essentially yeah. the Barack Obama attitude. And
1: uh, one woman came to him who was pregnant, and they, they, I saw that story quoted, and he said, kill it. I mean, what kind of guy is this? I mean, I don't care how much money he's got. I I think that uh, I I would never consider voting for him under any circumstances.
2: I can't remember who it was that had a video out that says, you know, Michael Bloomberg is an opportunist. That's all he is, all he ever will be. The only thing he cares about is Michael Bloomberg.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's true. I, I think having that kind of money is intoxicating. You think you can do anything you think you're not even a human. You're above uh, mere humans. Uh, you can make things happen by just willing them.
2: Isn't well, that called an elitist?
1: Uh, elitist. Elitist. He looks down at elitist. He's beyond elitist. Uh, playoffs. I don't want to know about no playoffs. Elitist? Are you kidding me? If if he was only an elitist, we could deal with him. He's worse than that. Uh, and so, yeah, he may be the richest man that ever tried to be president, Uh, But I think he's going to turn out to be one of the worst candidates. I think uh, this isn't uh, an elite group uh, that's going to put you into office. This is America. And have you noticed the only patriotism that we see in this entire run-up to the election is from Donald Trump and the Republicans? The Democrats don't seem to have that need for any kind of patriotic feelings. And it is this country that they want to run or ruin. Just put a, an extra letter in there. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter.
1: Say, hey, you know what's better than a slice of pizza? Two slices. Get double anything at DePaulo's Pizza when you pay just $10 for a $20 voucher and save 50%. Uh, this DePaulo's Pizza deal is only available to Get My perks. Details at GetMyPerks.com. Remember, the perks to living in western New York are just a few clicks away. At getmyperks.com. I love when you talk like that. I love perking away on the air with unashamedly. You said pizza. And I said two slices. Too bad Buzzy won't get any. There's three of us. Can it be
2: white pizza? I
1: I love white pizza. Let's go to uh, Bill. White pizza matters, you know. Uh, Let's go to Bill in Williamsville. Bill, you're on WBEN.
0: Pleasure always, Sandy.
1: Yes, Bill. What about the debate? Give me your thoughts.
0: Well, it was definitely a mass debate.
1: I uh, thank you. I'm sure you worked very hard on that one. Mine. <laughs> you say that the other day. I, I know. Every once in a while I get crazy.
0: Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I kept thinking of the Marx Brothers and the Three Stooges. It was, like, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, if they were nasty to each other.
0: Oh, my God. It was It was. And then Bloomberg, he was like, he almost was like a robot. I loved, uh, I loved when Warren was just jumping on him for everything. He's nailing him. Just, uh, it was, it was actually, you know what it was? It really was sad because you're thinking, you know, they really think they have a chance of somebody leading. Can you imagine being people that are on the fence and you're watching this to get informed, and it's like.
1: A chance that uh, they—they always have surveys that show, and they mentioned one last night that show that any of them could beat Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know if they're delusional. Who the hell they're talking to? But that isn't the real world.
0: Oh, it's uh, when I I watch and read, and I I like to get both perspectives. And and you know, I like Fox because again, I do think they are fair. I've checked fact checks myself. In that and uh, you know, they're not. You know, you get uh, Napolitano, he's a little bit on the edge, but uh, when you look at that, then you switch over to PMS, like uh, it's
1: unbelievable.
0: NBC, the difference is like you know, it's raining out, and they're saying, No, it's it's it's
1: unbelievable in that 15 minutes before the debate started i'm saying i'm saying who could watch this i don't get it and i'm sure if if they go over to fox they probably say the same thing but i think uh, fox is grounded in reality a lot more than they are oh i, I definitely definitely so who do you think was the uh, the winner or winners and who do you think was the uh, losers losers
0: I kept thinking when or when Halloween comes around, they always have that like one um, butler standing there <laughs> with his hand out. I thought I thought Bernie was the mimic of that. I I don't know. I thought they were all. It, it was ridiculous. Their in- one was
1: a negative. I think that Bloomberg was just there. It, it seemed like he didn't have any energy. He didn't make. He didn't nail anybody with any one liners. Nothing memorable. It seemed like he was almost afraid of being there. He looked like a kid uh, at the school debate who this is his first shot at speaking uh, public speaking. I, I can't believe he's worth uh, $80 billion and he can't do better than that.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was sad, low, it was, I mean, high and low energy. The high energy was just to to just chew each other up. It was like, it was like a bunch of piranhas running, you know, to be the leader. It was just, Ridiculous, And they
1: all, in some way, shape, or form, want to uh, do some connection to Obama. Uh, Biden's is obvious, uh, but uh, Bloomberg has, in his TV spots, it has pictures of him with Obama, and so they're, they're doing that. They're trying to break out of the pack. Meanwhile, I don't think anybody broke out of the pack, but I do think that um, uh, it was a letdown for uh, watching uh, uh, the billionaire uh, not uh, underperformed let's put it that way
0: comedy it, fil- it was great great filler for the comedy network
1: and I'm thinking the more of this the longer this goes on the less chance they have
0: <laughs> they don't have a chance and-
1: I think the only thing that they can pull out of the hat is if if one of them uh, is in the final two or three and, and announces that they're going he's going to uh, or she's going to have a uh, a vice president, if she wins, that might bring votes or might bring excitement. But beyond that, I, I think just playing with the players that are there, I don't think that that's very impressive at all.
0: The one thing that really jumped out, I got to say, was uh, with Warren when she was hyped, when she was really harping on Bloomberg about the women women and then the disclosure agreements, and that he said, well, you know, uh, and he did remark one specific thing, saying that he really didn't say anything, and maybe they just didn't like one of his jokes, and I I kept thinking scenarios, what were the jokes with the two yeah. horse-faced <laughs> ladies, you know.
1: A horse-faced lesbian walks into a bar.
0: <laughs> a, with a rabbi and a, and a cab. Yeah,
1: and, and a horse. Yeah, it's amazing because to even say that it seems beneath him to have to say, "Well, she didn't like one of my jokes." One of my jokes. Well, yeah. Does that sound like a, the eighty billion dollar guy that we've been led to believe Michael Bloomberg is? Yeah. Did he have
0: did he have puppets on his
1: hands? <laughs> he would have been better off bringing Jeff Dunham with him and Ahmed. Yeah. That would have worked out better. Okay. Thank you. Have thank, a great day. thank you very much, Bill because you're pulling strings, it's the same same thing. Let's go to uh, Don in Pennsylvania. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning,
4: Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you wonderful people doing today? We're
1: doing great, because you're on the phone. This is good. Did you watch the debate?
4: Uh, yes, I watched the first hour of the debate, and when they mentioned they were going to get into the debate, uh, Weather situation, I says, well, that's enough of the debate for me.
1: I, I lasted about an hour or two, and then I, I, I dozed off. Uh, well, then we both did similar. What was your thoughts before you dozed off? Actually, dozing off, you probably have more thoughts than they had last night. <laughs> Maybe. What did you think of what you saw?
4: First of all, this is the, I'm going to describe what I saw. The moderators... Turned the usual debates from a softball game into a baseball game as they played hardball. I thought the uh, the moderators were much better than they normally are. They hit. They uh, they got these people really going.
1: And they ke- yeah, and they kept it moving. It didn't. Uh, one thing, no matter what side of the aisle you are, it didn't lag and didn't lack for emotion.
4: No, it didn't. But I think that that – The tone of their questions made it more interesting and got it more heated than than it might otherwise have been.
1: Yeah, now, uh, Bloomberg, uh, because that's that's a big deal. I hadn't watched any of the debates up to this, but once Bloomberg got in, I'm going to say, okay, because he was the one I always thought was waiting in the wings for the star to fall and break an ankle, and he would come in and save the day. It's like a Broadway show— But, boy, if if they're counting on him to save the day, they got a real problem. Well,
4: you're right. Uh, I I look at it this way. Governor Bloomberg became the trampoline while the other pretenders jumped all over him, (laughs) reached new heights. Just the way I thought it came down.
1: Well, think about it like this. In that setting where he's in a a conversational mood but can get hot at any time— you have more access to criticize him than anybody in the real world in the real uh, 40-hour week. So they're going after him. I think part of it was, uh, I can't believe one of the questions was something like, uh, do you feel guilty about having this much money? And you should never feel guilty for, uh, for being an accomplished person or succeeding in what you do, not even Bloomberg. But I'm thinking... He must have had a lot of good people around him because he sure doesn't look like the guy you'd fall over the hill to attack the enemy.
4: That's for sure. Uh, I looked at it like the hit people inflicted more damage on Bloomberg than what occurred at the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I really think he took a beating, and I don't know if he can
1: recover from it. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how the numbers shake out. Tony, you said you saw... Or you heard uh,
2: one poll said uh, that Bloomberg dropped twenty one percent. I think Buttigieg went up eight percent. Bernie, a slight bump, something like that. Basically, the only movement was uh, you know Bloomberg going down.
1: One point, I was nervous uh, because uh, Bernie was so into it and was you know that his face was turning like bright red. And I'm thinking, this is a guy who not that long ago had a heart attack. I hope this isn't really too much because he really fervently believes in what he believes, even though I don't, but he does. And uh, it looked like uh, he, could be, he, could have, he could have fallen to the floor.
2: I think everybody here would probably agree that Bernie has the most momentum going right now. So now you throw in the fact that the Democrats are trying to uh, mess with him again and take it away. Can you imagine the reaction of his supporters if they rip him off?
1: Don, what do you think if they ripped him off again? Uh, it's been proven last time that they did. Uh, if they do it again, what do you think is going to happen? That's a good question. I, I I don't. That's why I'm a talk show host. Yeah. You didn't know that when we used to play basketball.
4: I. That's why you're right up there next to Bloomberg <laughs> when it comes to financial situation. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. You got that right, Don. Sure. <laughs> and
4: uh, I don't know. I, I I thought Elizabeth Warren for once really led the charge, but uh, in her case, I think it's a, a too little, too late. I don't think she's going to make it.
1: Well yeah, I think that was the best I've ever seen her and she seems to be uh she was really engaged in that and showed a lot of life and it depends if if you liked her before you like her even more and I think if you didn't like her before you'd dislike her even more but she was there not afraid to go head to head with anybody on the uh, panel there.
4: I uh, yeah, I I honestly think that right now uh all she can expect to get to to get out of this is is the VP for for Sanders if he wins.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that that's going to, if it's a broker convention, that'll be war as far as I'm concerned. If uh, if they ace Bernie out of it, but it'll be interesting to see who the uh, choices might be for uh, for vice president because that might swing. Usually you vote for the top of the ticket, which is the president. But if uh, if they come up with Michelle Obama or even the dreaded semi-lovely hillary clinton uh... it could be an interesting race
4: that is what concerns me the most i honestly think if if these other candidates uh... can hang in there long enough and between them g- garner enough uh... electoral votes uh... uh... uh or delegates and and there then no one will it will be a broken convention and and like you alluded to if that happens anything can happen and uh... Uh, I'm af- I'm afraid that that's where Michelle Obama is going to make her appearance.
1: Yeah, the Michelle Obama, okay, has nothing negative on her resume. Uh, so she's starting with a fresh slate. People like her. But there again, it could be like Bloom- uh, Bloomberg. We don't know. We've never seen her in, in this kind of a scenario, in this kind of a stage with people going after her. People have been f- uh, friendly to her and her to people. So it's a, it's a whole different ballgame when you get up there and it's for the presidency. Don, thanks for calling. Always good to talk to you, my friend.
4: It's my pleasure as usual. And you guys have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Let's take a break on News Radio nine thirty. I went five minutes late. On the break, we'll be back after this. A one text before we go to the phones. And I'm glad somebody brought this up because uh, it, it's, it uh, uh, evaded me. I should have brought it up myself. Allowing cheers and jeers from the crowd diminished the whole thing. I agree with that. Uh, because I think it influences those who aren't there, because all of a sudden you get a rousing cheer for something that you didn't think was worth it, and you're wondering, is this crowd handpicked? Uh, so I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Let's go to uh, Daryl in Medina. Daryl, you're on WBen.
0: Are you sure that was a can? Mm, excuse me. Are you sure that was a can? Oh uh, yeah, canned
1: applause. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. I think it's distracting. I think that on these debates, so much is at stake, you shouldn't have a reaction from the uh, attendees, shall we say. It was, like knives out. it was like that movie Knives Out last night. Oh, big time, big time. They, well, did you? I did pick up on a couple of things.
0: What's that? Um, Elizabeth Warren kept looking at chair. They got their heads together.
1: Uh, Kobachow was to her
0: left. One's one's gonna. I think they're gonna. If, if one gets chosen, they're gonna grab the other one.
1: You mean as vice president? Yep. Two uh, a two women ticket. I I don't think so. I don't know. You think? Well, I mean, everything's possible. I guess, especially if you go to a brokered, if you go to a broker convention, I guess with the wheeling and dealing and this and that, anything could happen. Uh, but I think you and I may be on a different page with that. Hey, we're gonna check out. And uh, thank you, uh, Daryl from Medina. Say hi to everybody in Medina. Like Medina, one of my favorite places to be. Let's take a break, and we'll return with News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Mm-hmm.